Welcome back, everyone. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. We're realtors over at Coldwell Banker Seawert Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That's right. And we have had a busy week. It was a busy week. We had a lot, lot of stuff going on and a lot of good stuff, too. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff in the community. So we kind of started where we ended last week was over at the water park here in Wisconsin Rapids. So the city's putting in this really nice water park. It's going to have the water, obviously a water park, but they're going to be renting out part of the water park. So it'll be year round yet too. So we're going to have some low board hockey. We're going to have a skating rink. We're going to have spaces throughout the year that can be rented. So that way that we can extend that that possibility of having a large family gathering and your house maybe just a little bit too small, why not have it over at the water park? Because we were going to have a nice facility over there that's going to have that opportunity to utilize some space year round. So that's going to be really neat and, and kind of fun. So we got to walk around that. I think they're going to have two two shelter areas, kind of a, an outdoor shelter and then an indoor enclosed. If I, if I remember what... Um, what our guy was telling us. And I know there's more than two. Two? Okay. There's going to be two that they're going to look at renting for sure. That, oh. And then there's going to be like a possible of other smaller areas that you can can rent as, as well. So it's going to be a lot. We're going to go back in probably about a month and a half just to kind of take a look at what they did since our last visit. And we took some pictures so that way we can kind of compare of, wow, they really did a great job and really went far. Yep, and I'll throw those up on the social media as usual. It's kind of deceiving because they've got a lot of work done, but it's all subterranean. It's the concrete work underground, the pipe work to the pump house. Um, the, the pump house is multi-level because you have to have the basement so that we can get all the pipe and fittings and stuff and the water to where it needs to go. Um, they have all the pools done. So all the pools are, are done, right. and they're working on the splash pad, and I believe the playground equipment is getting done this week and the uh the houses or the uh, the, sh- the, the shelter houses right and, and the um the main building area i know there's a lot of concrete work brickwork that's being put up so they've got the changing rooms the bathrooms the concession stand area the main entrance to the fenced in area around the pool they're building those structures um right here in the fall. Those should be done pretty soon, he was saying. Yeah, and they're going up pretty quick. So it was kind of fun to go to work in the morning and kind of see what they're doing. And by the time that we leave it in the afternoon, you know, they've made quite a bit of progress. So yeah. they're working really fast over there, but efficiently. And even with the underground portions, the actual pool wells, um, we, we've got concrete in for the diving portion, the wading portion, there's going to be a single ramp access into the pool. So that's pretty cool. And even the tat pool is a zero entry. Right. So yeah. that we got to kind of take a look at that. And we've got a couple lazy rivers going on. So we've got one for the adult section in the big pool and then a smaller lazy river over in the, the children's section. So that'd be kind of neat. And then I also built it too for expansion and for growth yet too. So if we wanted to add more slides, we can do that. So we're doing a couple, we're doing it in a couple stages. So we're trying to get all the pools in with some of the slides. And then in the future, we can add in one or two more to that same pool and mm-hmm. be able to expand it if we needed to. Yeah. So they'll probably get that dried in here pretty quick, uh, probably three weeks or so. Then they, <clears throat> they'll be right up for a, 
finishing the interior stuff during the winter. Probably in the springtime, they'll be doing exterior paving and finishing, you know, with landscaping and stuff once the weather gets better next year. And I guess they're going to open June or July of 2020. That's the the plan is to be open next year. So we'll see. Yeah. This has been, I think, two years, two or three years in, in the planning. So um, it's been kind of fun watching it. They seem to have a really good in-depth plan. They spent a lot of time looking at other area pools and how they've done things. Uh, with my background doing hotel maintenance, I know a lot about dealing with the pool there. And so the, some of the questions I had were of that mechanical nature and how do you service the things and do you put in enough space so that you can get to them and how do you get a thousand pounds of sand into a sand filter? Or rather, how do you get it out? Yeah, I mean, they put a lot of thought in into this. So this mm -hmm. wasn't just a, oh, we're going to quickly do this and boom, there it goes. They they really thought what's going to happen 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, where, what do we need and how is this still going to look and work? So it was nice that they're, they're, they took their time yeah. to make sure that they do it right the first time. And then how can we use it all year round? So it's not just sitting there idle for seven, eight months while it's cold out. Right. And we're, they were talking about doing the snow sculpture event for the Southwood County Humane Society. They always do a snow sculpture in January. And that fundraiser normally was in a parking lot. Well, the parking lot, you can only have it up for so many days because they need the parking lot to park cars in. Mm -hmm. So, but this time they're going to try to do it over at the new water park during the wintertime. They can leave it up for a week, two weeks, three weeks, however long it's going to last. Speaking of over at the Centralia Center, that's progressing quite nicely. The whole YMCA build, a Boys and Girls Club over there. I know they're repaving some of the area in front of the Centralia Center, I believe this week. Yes. So that, that'll be on the list of things that we should be touring is to get a sneak peek at the Boys and Girls Club and the, the new YMCA. Yep. It's pretty exciting. And it's going to totally revamp the entire west side. Hopefully we'll be getting more traffic over there and bringing more people into the community for that too, uh, especially in the, the colder months you know, with the indoor pools and the activities that they're going to have over there, mm -hmm. after school activities and whatnot for the, the children. It'll be great. And it's really nice to see the Boys, Boys and Girls Club work so closely to with the YMCA. So the two buildings are attached. So that way you can have those before and after school programs at the Y, you could do the basketball, you can do the sports, you can do everything that the Y is, has there to offer and have it be in one building versus trying to figure out a way to ship the kids from one side of the town to the other side of the town. Well, and especially I could imagine with, you know, parents having to work so much and so many hours and um, so many single parents and young parents, families coming into the area as you know, with real estate, we're getting a lot of influx of people from Stevens Point. So they're working in Point and living here. There's a half hour commute back and forth. So that all takes time. Having these really good programs for the youth, you know, hopefully it'll keep them out of trouble and increase the education and curiosity and athleticism. A lot of people think it's better than sitting in front of a game station playing with other people across the world. Less expensive for sure. That's true. So what else we got going on? We got a lot of outdoor activities this we time. We did. We we spent a lot of time outside. So we went on a nature hike. So uh, Nakusa, my hometown, they uh, had a nice gr community group that came together and asked the city if they could put in a walking trail. 
So they took 40 acres over by the industrial park and they put in a mile and a half walking trail. So there's actually two trails. They've got a short loop, which is, I believe, just a mile long. And then they had the long loop, which is a mile and a half long. And it takes you through some some terrain. So, I mean, you got some hills in there. You got some nice little flat areas as well, too. And it kind of takes you a little bit through where they have some ponds. So you get a little bit of, of nice variety. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why they chose that area. It's not really useful for development of businesses. Um, it, it's a very rugged terrain and there's a lot of wetland area um, in the lower part of it, too. So it would be hard to develop into business opportunities right next to that business park. And they do have a shelter over there. So that way you could have a picnic and if you wanted to. So they're really starting to look at developing that. And it it sounds like they want to expand it a little bit where they can connect to other parts of Nakusa. So that way you can have a little bit longer of an actual walking trail throughout the the whole entire city. So it'll be interesting to see how that all develops. And one of the primary accesses is over off of Waterworks. Waterworks and... I think it was Bueller. Yeah, yes. over in that corner. Waterworks and Bueller. So if you're looking for that, um, we we did the ribbon cutting for that, and we went on the nature trail. So it's on the Facebook as far as the, the location. And if you need that location again, just let us know, and we can send, send that over to you. Yep, and I linked uh, some of those pictures over at the Heart of Wisconsin Chamber of Commerce. So they're also there, and they were really happy that I got to take some pictures and gave it to them. So That's did, always good. Did good work. Yes, you did. It was also a beautiful night. Uh, you know, in the fall, and things are in bloom, and the sun was setting just right at that time of day. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we're, we're kind of sticking with our outdoor activities. So mm-hmm. coming up next week on October 3rd, we are doing the Run With The Cops. Now, now, is this running from the cops or running with the cops? Not running from the cops. It's running with the cops. So. Okay. The police departments throughout the state of Wisconsin do a fundraiser for Special Olympics. So we always do the run with the cops. If you're not part of the Rapids community, they're in every single community. They do a special night that they do the run with the cops. So Mm -hmm. it's statewide. It's just different nights. So just kind of check your local area to see when that is. But we're going to be doing that this this coming up week. And it'll be on Thursday night. And we're going to be over at Lions Park. Yep. Just uh underneath the bridge, kind of on the the south side of that underpass. Of the west side of the, the expressway bridge. The south side of the west side. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be there and uh, we're got we're going to be one of the glow stations. So there's five glow stations. So what a glow station is, is the uh, group that's putting this on. So the, the cops, they go and they get all the little glow sticks that you can light up that, you know, the neon necklaces, stuff like that. And so they have them throughout the race. So as you're running, you can stop at these stations and pick up a, you know, a glow necklace or a glow ring or a hat or whatever comes to us. So we never know what we're handing out. Last year we had sunglasses. The year before we had rings. So it's different stuff that we hand out to all the runners. So where's the run going to start? I think it's over by the by the Tribune Tribune building. building. Yep, and that starts, the kids run starts at 6, and the adults run at 6.30. So they run all the way from the Tribune building all the way down to the DMV, close to where the Fireman's Park is, and they turn around and they run all the way back. So, again, a lot of great community spirit. Um, Throughout the glow stations, the local police departments are 
are there. They bring out the fire trucks and they bring out all the police cars and the, all the canine units will be out and interacting with the community and getting to know everybody. That'll be fun. It's always a good good time. It is. Yeah. And then you, if you have questions about the businesses along the way or the people who are there setting up the booths, you know, we're here to answer your questions as well during the run and definitely to cheer you on. We definitely do a lot of cheering on. Yeah. So it's for for all all ages and for all levels yet too. So if you're that advanced, very competitive runner, there's a spot for you as well. If you just want to walk and just kind of enjoy the the evening, you have that opportunity as well. So if you don't want to walk or run the full three miles, you can do whatever you want. So if you only want to go to three of the glow stations, you can turn around whenever you want and go back to the start. So it's all for for all levels. So if you're not a hardcore runner and you just want to walk and just enjoy friends and family and hang out with the cops, you can do that as well. I believe you sign up online. Sign up online. I'm sure you could probably sign up the day of too. Day of. Okay. Well, we hope to see everybody there. Mm-hmm. Or at least a lot of y'all. Yes. <laughs> so now us running around, we've got a couple listings that are back up on the market or have price changes. Yeah, we just did a price change for 12th Street South. So off the top of my head, I can't remember the house number, but it's our 12th Street house listing. I believe it's 231. Mm-hmm. So um, we just brought that down to 110 so $110,000. Oh and it's a four-bedroom, two-bath house. does need a little bit of work, so it's really the finishing touches. Yeah, it's just a little bit of cosmetic touch here and there. Right. For a four-bedroom in the city, it's got a large city lot yet, too, which is really nice. Two-and-a-half-stall two and garage. Yet to on top of it. So again, really nice home, ready for a new family. It is a detached garage, but it's only seven or eight steps from the back door. Yeah, it's not that far from the from the back door, which is nice. Mm-hmm. There's potential in the basement too. They've started a, oh, a small family room and, and a family room and yeah. a yeah the second bathroom. So if you're looking for a little bit of a project that's already underway, it's perfect. It's kind of a little bit of Legos. They've got most of the stuff there. You just need to put it up. Yes. Then what else do we have? Well, our property on 2nd Avenue. So it was a Victorian house. It's almost like a Victorian beach house? Almost like a Victorian beach house, yes. So 940 2nd Avenue South. So that's just right across the the bridge from the expressway bridge. Um, That one came back on the market. So we had an offer on it that it fell apart. It was no no fault to the the buyer or the seller. It just fell apart. So um, it's back up on the market. It's ready for a, another family. So again, we're we're kind of looking for a large family because this is going to be a five bedroom home. Yeah, it's got a lot of space. Um, three floors. Three floors. The third floor attic. So the attic space is actually all finished off. It doesn't have heat, so we really can't count it as a bedroom. But it's still finished off. You could store stuff up there. You could make it into the kids' playroom, or you can turn it into your art studio. Mm-hmm. The possibilities for that room is endless. It overlooks the river, so you can see the river from that place, from that room. Really cute. It's very cozy up there. And the second floor has a balcony off the back of the house. Yes. And the family were, were working with, originally it had a kitchenette. So that was the middle floor 
they put in a, a little kitchenette for their older children who were living there. So we're in the process of taking that out so that way that can turn back into a bedroom or a, a craft room again, an, an art studio, whatever you really need it to be. Mm-hmm. It can be turned into that. It can be back into a bedroom if you need it. So really a possibility of a five bedroom home. And even the bathroom on the second floor is a gorgeous clawfoot tub. Yes. So it's, you know, the kids up on the second floor have their own bathroom and they can do nice soaking baths and relax and the parents can stay down on the first floor. Right. And the main floor uh, master suite has a really nice large bathroom yet to attach to it. So that was really nice that the, the family did that addition onto there and really turned it into a nice bathroom. So that way you kind of have that privacy Yep. And it's got main floor laundry as well. Yes. They did a separate laundry room off of the kitchen and, you know, it's it's convenient. The laundry is in a convenient spot, but you're not messing around with it in the kitchen. And the kitchen is large enough where you could have your dining room in the kitchen. It's got a very oversized island. So you could have your dining room in there and then use what they currently are using for their dining room. You can use it as your family space. You can have it as a sitting room. You can use it for whatever you want because there's that dining room and then there's a sitting area off to the side of it so really cool home has a lot of potential just looking for a large family or someone who just likes that style and wants a little bit more space to spread out a little bit i guess yeah and the great thing is when it's your house you can do whatever you want with it yes you want a dedicated room to your computer games great you want to make it a music room and put a piano or a, a organ you know, it'd be great space for a nice Hammond organ in the corner. And, you know, the options are endless. Yes, it is. And it's really close to the walking path, too. It's just right across the street from the walking path. I think it's like two blocks. You, yeah. And you got the walking path. You got the Lions Park, which is right next door to it. It's in a really great location for families. Mm-hmm. And then we got a new listing yet, too, on top of it. So kind of out and about. We started, we got our first commercial listing. Oh, commercial listing. Commercial listing. So this is, you know, new to us, but not. Not new to the firm. Right. Not new to the firm. So, you know, as I, we always tell people who list with us or buy with us, you know, if we have questions, we always go to the broker to make sure that, you know, we're doing everything that we need to be doing and we're taking everybody in the right direction. So. And Jerry has been doing this as long as I've been alive. Yes. So, so he's, he's got... really been a great resource mm-hmm. as far as how to do a commercial listing. So this is our first com- commercial listing, but we know that we can rock it out and make a good, successful closing for this family. So the piece of property has two buildings on it. One is an office showroom that's divided in about half. The total square footage is 1,400 square feet for that. Correct. The um, shop area is essentially a pole building. Looks like a large garage that's divided into two stalls. That's and it's a pass-through yet, too. Right. So, so you, you can drive in, in one side and, and out the other. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about accessing uh, around the edges only. Um, so you could have a bunch of projects going on and have maybe a messy portion in back where you're doing painting or metalwork and more of a clean portion up in front where you're doing more delicate work as well. And that's about 1,000 square feet. Right. And the entire lot it's what, three acres. It's very close to three acres. It's like right. 2.8. 2. 8. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at three acres. So again, a lot of area for development too. So storage units or even what the current owner did is they talked with 
you know, people who have campers, they need a place to store it. Why not rent out that back three acres and have a have a bunch of campers out there for yeah. for the winter time? You get 160 feet of frontage right on Highway 13. So if you want to, you know, really promote your business that you happen to be in, uh, they're selling the land and buildings only. The current business occupant is, well, he might stay, he might not. It's up to the new owners to Correct. negotiate that. Right. So as is, you know, you're you're looking at it. You just got to remember that, you know, the stuff that we're seeing in the building, you're not going to be see, you're not going to be having those tools. Those tools are going to be coming out. All of that equipment is going to be coming out because you're looking at just buying the land and the two buildings. Yep, but it's a great opportunity. It is. Yeah, we we definitely thought. I believe you mentioned putting like storage, self storage units in the back would be a perfect place for that. You know, we're we're not land engineers, so we don't know how much space and easements and um, backstaging off the lot lines you need. But it looks like it's a a good promising. And they already for have it. a driveway leading towards that back for when they brought in the campers and mm-hmm. needed to bring in and out the camper. So there is definitely a driveway to get back there. So you're not going to be wondering, okay, is this really going to fit through through this little tiny space? It We already know it's going to. Yep. And we've been talking on previous podcasts. On Wednesday, we do a tour with the office and our office listed another large commercial building over on the west side of town um, near Esquire Muffler. It's West Grand and 25th Avenue. And it's it's the huge building that used to be a bowling alley, and then they turned it into a kind of banquet hall, nightclub, and then office spaces now. So it's got a, a huge amount of options. You can either purchase the entire property outright, or the current owner is up to leasing some of the spaces. He just needs, you know, to have a tenant in there or to just get it off his hands. Right. And that's on nine acres, nine acres in the city, so... Definitely a lot of room for, again, more potential. I, I think um, the size of the interior of the building, was it, it was huge. It was tens of thousands of square feet Yes, interior of the building. Yes. And it's already set up. It does have kitchen in it, but it'll need some updating. The kitchen does need a little bit of updating, where, depending on what you want to do with it, because we mm-hmm. they still do have large rooms that they used to have like for the banquet facilities. So some of those rooms are still there and some of the rooms were broken up into smaller office spaces. So you still could run a kitchen out of there. You're just going to need to bring in someone who's going to know how to design a kitchen to make it workable. Yeah. So again, sky's the limit, whatever you'd like to do. I know the last tenant had a lot of uh, computer focused equipment in there. So I'm sure they've got a dedicated fiber optic or, or cable line for your internet speed. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's set up for that high speed. And hey, yeah, you want to turn it back into a bowling alley? I'm sure it's big enough. It is. So that's about all we have for the week. Yes. Yeah. It has been a, been a busy week. I know homecoming games are coming up. I know Assumption's homecoming is this weekend. So it was Port Edwards and Nakusa. So again, all the Tri-City area is doing homecoming at one time. Of course. Why not? So the restaurants are going to be busy. That'll be fun. Yes. The football games are going to be on. It'll be great. They will. And this Friday, we're going to go take a look and uh, watch Medford play. And 
my nephew's playing this this weekend, so it's kind of close to home. So we're gonna go go watch uh, watch Medford take on. I forget what school, but uh, I don't know. I will just have to ask my sister. But <laughs> I know that we're gonna be watching the nephew this weekend of of football, so we'll get our our Friday night high school football in. So if you see us out at events, come and stay. Come and say hi. Otherwise, how can they get hold of you? Well, they can give me a call at 715-323-2577. It's also a text-friendly number, too. So if you're not into, you know, your thing is kind of late at night, send me a text. I'll be happy to answer it in the morning. Yep. We're on Facebook and Instagram, a little bit of YouTube. I'm starting to put some stuff on there as we get new listings and new information coming up. So Yeah. And Saturday morning, I'm going to be over at our 12th Street listing for an open house from 11 to 1230. So again, that's that four bedroom, two bath home. So again, we got that new price reduction in time so that we, you know, we can advertise it with uh, a little bit of a more cost effective so if price guys, range. So if you guys are out at your football games and whatnot and your friends are saying hey i'd really like to move into the area i'd like to get into a bigger house the kids are growing up or you want to downsize a little bit hey we got stuff for you come and visit an open house you can talk to carrie and get some nuts and bolts on what's going on in the area and and we always have the i always bring the computer so Mm -hmm. if it's not the house for you don't feel bad you can tell me this is not the house for me tell me what you do want so that way i mean i'll bring up I'll fire up the computer and we can go house shopping right there and and help you see what's out there in your price range for what you're looking for. So that way you have an idea. So you're not guessing of, oh, I think I want to have this. That way we know what's out, what's out there. So that way you have a better idea and we can narrow those those choices down for you. We still don't have a huge inventory of homes available, especially in all the price ranges. Um, so if you're looking at that $100,000 price range, we don't have a ton of homes. We've only got a handful, but they're cycling through and they're refreshing. So homes are selling, new homes are coming on the market. So we, we're looking pretty good to come into the fall season. People are still listing. We're getting new homes, new options, but you as a buyer need to be ready to go. And we need to have the conversation of what you're looking for. So that when we see things or you see things pop up, we can start that process real quick. Mm-hmm. And too, if you're not sure whether or not you want the point area or to the rapids area, we can help you kind of narrow those those choices down as far as how far away do you want to be from work and what type of quality of life are you looking for? Yeah. So we'll catch you on the next podcast. All right. Well, thank you very much. And make sure you guys all have a great Central Wisconsin day. Bye-bye.